cool normal girl i'm your host lexi regan today i have a special guest again do you want to introduce yourself yeah um i go by bunny online that's not my name um oh thank god uh i'm i'm just i don't know i've been online a long time um and yeah i i like um answering anonymous questions so we're here for um, a love line episode. I would consider you a professional to do this episode with. Uh, wait, why is that? I just feel like you're more insightful about these things. And you have, like, a couple years on me. You're just intelligent. And that's, I feel like you very, can read. That's very flattering. Um, yeah, I mean could be worse i guess yeah i do have a couple years on you so i think that definitely like changes my perspective um on some of like my own and some of the questions that we got so um thank you if you sent in questions well yeah well thank you to everyone who sent in questions like yeah that was obnoxious they weren't funny they weren't funny there was one i don't know if this was one that was funny it was like um it was like ejaculation meditation or like ejaculation <laughs> it's funny yeah jerking off to pray and like that was that was kind of the only funny one do you want to get us started with her first question yeah it's kind of good uh, yeah we got a good one uh, okay so this person who i think yeah is a guy i'm assuming wrote in and said i'm pretty average but i have weird hobbies. world war ii strategy games drawing gore and playing electric hurdy-gurdy um guitar i don't really know what that is um but that's fine and he said i do well with women as long as i hide my hobbies do I get new hobbies and lose everything that relaxes me or embrace them and risk turning off all women? Um, I think with this, like, there are definitely worse hobbies to have. I would be really weirded out if I was drawing. That's like a me thing. I think that's like definitely kind of weirdo behavior. But um, no, I don't think you should ever change your hobbies to attract a partner i think it's a different thing to adopt new hobbies um and i mean all of these hobbies maybe not world war ii strategy games but i think most of these kind of suck for meeting women and uh, like or if you're meeting women they're probably like really weird women um but yeah i think like adopt new hobbies that you do kind of pull up maybe ones where you can like meet people because yeah what are your thoughts like how would you feel 
met a guy who was into like playing electric um hurdy-gurdy so i don't know what hurdy-gurdy is i guess for the sake of the question i'm gonna assume it's guitar which that could be cool um but i feel like i don't know i feel like a lot of guys who play guitar as a hobby they actually suck and it's more embarrassing for me when they're like do you want to hear me play this song on my guitar and it's that's just always <laughs> like really horrible i had a guy one time be like i learned a lana del rey song for you and i was like oh i'm oh. interested and it was so bad and he i was just like i don't even know how to play instruments but i know that you're doing a bad job but i'm gonna sit here and pretend that you're amazing because i don't want to be awkward i know well i don't i think the one thing that I think, like, for me with all of these questions is, like, people really seem to misunderstand, like, psychology of the opposite sex. And I don't then realize that, like, if you're, like, in, in an early casual dating stage for a woman, like, you're getting to know each other, whatever, and you're, like, not really good at your instrument and you, like, want for a song it's gonna like kind of gross her out you know it's like that that thing with like the ick or whatever like it's weird if you are going to like not be a really good musician or like really good at whatever your craft is you need to to show her oh she's like in love with you but if it's like early dating it's like so rough Oh, so I just looked up what a hurdy-gurdy is. It is not a guitar. Um, It is a hand-cranking heavy metal... What the f- It's similar (laughs) to a violin. Uh, Um, That's, like, worse. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's worse. Like, an electric um, hand... Like, violin... I think that's, I would not play that for her, unfortunately, yeah. like wait a little bit. But also I feel like you can find people that have your interests. Like you might find a girl who is into your gore drawings. Like maybe you'll share them on Reddit and someone will find them and be like, wow, this guy's really talented. And that's how you can find a partner. Um. But also, you should not hide these parts of yourself because they will eventually come out. You'll get really comfortable, and then you'll be dating a girl, and six months in, you start to show her your gore drawings, and she thinks that you're about to murder her. Yeah. Um, Maybe right off the bat, have some of those out when she comes over, and then you can address that then before things get serious. And I agree. I honestly think, like, my... My whole philosophy with, like, dating and friendship and any, like, non-relationship, I mean, maybe not work relationship, but, like, I'm just gonna, like, kind of myself and I don't really want to feel like, wow, I've been seeing this guy for, like, three months, but I haven't really been myself. And then you start acting like yourself and they're like, who is this person then? Uh, And... I think it's better, like, from the jump to be completely honest about who you are so that the people around you can make, like, fully informed decisions on whether they fuck with you or not. It, like, yeah, it saves a lot of, like, time and energy. So I think, yeah, just, like, go full force with, like, 
and also this this guy says he's like i'm pretty average but i have weird hobbies that's kind of a good thing um because if you're like an average guy there's nothing remark about remarkable about you like physically or otherwise like and you have really boring hobbies like why am i gonna attract like that many people you know so it's better if you're like if you're like a pretty average guy it's kind of a good thing to have really weird specific hobbies yeah i honestly think you should be an even worse not worse but be yourself and kind of amp it up so people know what they're getting into that's what i've been doing and it's worked out good in my dating journey exactly it's like it's it's not like a foolproof method because obviously like over the course of your life there's going to be people that don't fuck with you or whatever but at least you're not wasting like time and energy trying to like construct a new personality or like some random guy to like feel yeah all right i hope you got your closure and you got your answer sir assuming it's a man yeah i think this one was all right i think i have one i want to answer next okay what one is that i want to date but i'm ugly oh uh no way we this whole thing too long to read all of um i mean i feel like he got his answer already yeah because he was so insistent on it um and he was kicked um let's see i didn't even understand what he was saying okay so he is like i'm he thinks he's ugly um he's a bit autistic according to himself but not in any severe way says he's funny he's 511 six foot white in better shape the thing is this guy sent me face he sent me photos so i know what he's oh my yeah. is he is he ugly He's, like, not... Just looks like a random guy. Like, he's not, like, deformed or, like, hideous. I didn't think he was hot, but, like, it's, it's just, like, kind of some random skinny white guy. Uh, Those do well. Yeah, I know. that. Def- there's, like, a market for that, for sure. Um, the thing is, because I, I talked to him, like, quite a bit... Um, it's a personality thing with this guy um because he was in my dms talking about like if he doesn't have sex he'll kill himself and um i was like no one walk no one's attracted to that like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no i don't say that to women i was like well obviously but like we're picking up on the vibe like women will pick up on a vibe if a guy is like so desperate to have sex that it's like causing psychological distress like that's not that's not a trap one that's like that's like kind of scary actually uh he said some other weird stuff in the server i'm trying to remember um, he's also admitted to balding, so he has God, to make God. buzz cut. Um, how are you balding at 21? 
Uh, yeah, I think that I've heard of, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen it, but I heard stories of people being like, yeah, there was a guy in my high school who like went my senior year and that's like, I don't know. You know, it's weird because you look at like evolutionary psychology, it's like most women have like, and men over the course of evolution to like, we've developed attraction to the cave, like the fertility and like fitness and balding actually comes from like really high down um so you think like through the lens of ego psych like women should be attracted to balding but like no one is like no woman's attracted to balding which is just kind of weird i've liked someone who was bald once i mean i have too but did you like him because he would fall like oh that guy i want him no, I liked him because he was, like, 16 years older than me. Okay, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's, like, <laughs> if you like a bald guy, it's, like, not because he's bald. Like, look across the room and be like, yeah, that bald motherfucker is the man I want. Yeah, I think this guy needs to, like, get help, maybe. Um, especially with the he needs to have sex or he's going to kill himself. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think that's a really damaging way to try to date. Um, and if you're trying so hard, you're not gonna like find anything. You really have to take a step back, yeah, and just see what happens. Like, get off the apps. Like, delete Tinder. Yeah, he says his Tinder is completely dead. Like, probably because it comes off that you're desperate yeah exactly um and i think too like he says like it just bums me out how naturally romance can happen with two very attractive people and like whatever which is true but at the same time it's so like so many truly stunning beautiful women fuck and have sex with and like denny and mary like the ugliest guys you've ever seen exactly like i don't think it's about pure attraction or like how stereotypically attractive a person is yeah it's because we all have we all have our own ideas about what's attractive and who we find hot that other people don't think the same thing like everyone has their own type like when i send my friends pictures of a guy they're like i don't get it but i get it for you yeah exactly i like i remember a couple years ago i was talking to this guy and i was so into him i thought he was so hot and i sent my really really good friend a picture of him and i was like oh my god look at how hot this guy has been talking to the police whatever and she was like this is literally just some random guy you would see at a gas station like okay <laughs> um yeah, all of this stuff is so subjective and like there's really no there's really no animal action from the outside, but I will say I think like this is why I stay with this person. It's like a problem with his personality is that it's like mo like everyone dates for looks a little bit. Like maybe be attracted to someone, there's no way around that, but women date more for personality than most men do 
So mm-hmm. I think if this guy was like developed some hobbies and like I mean got over the like I don't have sex I'll kill myself thing and you know things might go better for him but agreed okay um let's see are we yeah we got all um question but the one that I want to ask is how do you make a man how can you make him every day I love this one I feel like we're gonna have um very different approaches to this so I'm excited to compare and contrast our answers I don't think mine is like a healthy answer or like what people should do yeah well this isn't exactly like a super healthy desire so I don't think there's gonna be a super healthy answer either way but what's uh what's your technique for this um for this end goal so i feel like in my own personal life um i attract a lot of like interesting characters that try to make contact with me and it's never like i never want them like i like the chase and then i want to be chased like that's i don't know um are you saying like you like to start off chasing him and then be chased or like what do you mean yes like okay i like to pick them and then i make it happen and then they need to chase back okay yeah i I had that i want that we're we're similar in that respect yeah but i for the obsession part it's not i don't do this well like i become very toxic about it and like it's like the hot and cold kind of thing um i like to turn on my red recepts on my phone so they know that i'm reading their messages and not responding like i'll turn them on very early so they know i'm responding to them fast or like i'm not responding to them for two days but then i'm like hey i just saw your message um i like when i really like a man i have learned a lot about them through their social and digital footprint and just like through conversation and i will adapt those little things and like put them on my instant like make a specific instagram story posts for them just so fucking odd like i should not be doing this do you do that uh, thing where you like take everyone off your close friends list, then add like one person your close friends list, and then post a story like just for them to see and like get them to respond to, so they think like other people saw it too? I do it on my main. I don't block anybody. Nice. I just let everyone see it, and if he thinks it's about him, then it is. Yeah. Or like he'll be like, "Is that about me?" Um. I like. I don't know especially I don't know I just like like to play little games and like I'll like let all of my texts run up while we're together one time I've changed my best friend's name to a man's name 
So it looked like I was getting a lot of texts from this guy, but it was just my best friend who knew exactly what I was doing. Um, I also do have a lot of gay male friends and I don't make, I it, like, it looks like guys are just texting me all the time and like asking me what I'm doing and like talking to me and I'm like responding back because it's my friend, but they don't know that. Yeah. And they like just see that I'm desired by more than one person, even if I'm not, but like it's yeah, psychologically fucked up. Yeah, that, that's uh that's like that's like eight year gaslighting for sure. Um like making him like paranoid that you're being actively pursued by like various men. And if I'm like in their homes and like hanging out with them. I will leave little objects that are mine. So it's like, like I've left like calico critters in somebody's room. Like he still has them. I don't talk to him, but like I put them next to his bed. And I was like, look how cute they look here. You can keep it. And it's like. (laughs) So a guy like invites you over and I'm assuming you don't just like carry around um calico critters like so you go with like mm-hmm. you know, he's inviting me over let me grab the calico critters so i can like have something to leave while i'm there this came to me like when i thought like i don't know i wanted him to be more obsessed with me um so i bought these calico critters and like opened them in his room to be like oh look how cute these are like i'm gonna leave them right here so now he has calico critters in his fucking room. Like, I don't talk to him anymore. Um, Definitely he's going to have to explain that to, like, any any woman uh, in his cities. And I don't think he understands what they mean. Like, that it's a woman thing. I think he was, like, stupid. I also bought him a sweatshirt but didn't tell him that I was buying him the sweatshirt. I was like, oh, they sent me the wrong size. Do you want it? And it's like a woman's sweatshirt from praying. So anytime he's with like another woman that is online or even knows what that brand is, they'll be like, why are you wearing this? Yeah, they'll think he's like for the streets. Like he's a whore. Like a man wearing praying, that's absolute like whore behavior. I know. And yeah, you you damaged his reputation um, with the Calico Critters and the praying merch. That's 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 good i think my approach with this is like um so there was no need to say this in my introduction but i'm currently um in the process of uh get like figuring out my phd in psychology so i come from like a background of like behavior girl and cognitive science and i feel like it's really evil to like well okay it's not it's Everyone uses behaviorist tools on other people without realizing it. Uh, But I still like going into a situation and being like, I'm going to use these behaviorist principles to shape this person's behavior. Um, Feels like a little bit toxic. I don't really do it that much anymore because it takes like a lot of effort. But behaviorally like psychologically speaking if you want someone to be really obsessed with you like the key is in intermittent reinforcement it's describing like the hot and cold stuff um 
things like going responding really fast to like not responding for days definitely intermittent reinforcement well this though is that it's not foolproof it's like a lot more complicated than just applying these principles because everyone asked um if we want to be like really inconsistent like unreachable at times and like really accessible other times um like really warm sometimes a little bit distant sometimes um i kind of think this stuff is like a waste of um and i think like for this like whoever wrote like how do you make a man obsessed with you how do you make for you every day um Like, why, maybe ask yourself, like, why do you want this person you? Like, did they reject you somehow? Are they hot and cold with you? That's with them. Because I think a lot of and just, like, get obsessed with guys. But um, most of the guys, like, not really worked up over. It's, like, a little bit bored or, like, don't have a Um... But I think, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Sometimes these things, like, um, just put off more. I think school, like, don't care is, like, honestly the key people obsessed with you. And I say this because every time I, I, like, go on a couple days, like, really, really not into it. Well, connection, they, like, talk about like having kids married or whatever so that's the key yeah i don't know you can't let them know that you're obsessed with them that's when you lose that power yeah but it's all it's not like a you don't want that though at all like that's not healthy this probably is not a sustainable relationship that you're searching for yeah i think i think like obsession is good if it comes later in a relationship like every time i've been really obsessed with a guy really early on i have like several months down the line i feel like crazy i'm like what did i see in this person and like whatever but when it builds more slowly out of like an actual relationship it's nicer and like more sincere so yeah the burn you'll burn out faster yeah with the obsession and the attraction because it will just usually be an obsession and you'll get over it uh and the thing is too like i can say this as like an old crone but Usually, if you're, like, really obsessed with a guy you don't know that well, like, you will find something out about him on the line that, like, repulses you so much. And you will feel so embarrassed for, like, every text you ever sent him, every, like, every interaction you had. Like, you, I cannot believe I was so obsessed with, like, this fucking loser. And so... That's, that's, like, helped me every time I'm, like, really into a guy that I don't know that well about it. I'm, like, no, no, no. Like, I pump the brakes a little bit because I've, like, 
most guys that I've been obsessed with in like my early 20s and like teenage years it's like it was not worth it at all so I think maybe like let go of the desire to have people Agreed. All right. All right. I like this one. I have a boyfriend, but I'm addicted to attention and approval from other men. Yeah. What do I do? That's a really good one. Um, I feel like a lot of women feel this way. A lot of women feel this way, and I think a lot of men too i think a lot of men really love getting female um and they're in like committed relationships and i think like a lot of people you know kind of like project some morality onto this it doesn't really have to be that way but i think like I think the things to keep in mind is like if you if you really like love your boyfriend, you're not trying to like implode the relationship. You just have people desires and whatever is like. Well, first of all, like make sure you're not making your boyfriend look stupid. Like, no, like don't look like like a cuck like on social media or in public or whatever. But um, I think these types of desires can really be channeled into like having a really good sex life with your significant significant other and if you are like taking up taking out all of this like it's like sexual charge that you build up by like or like validation or whatever that you get from getting male attention and like channel it into your relationships like probably kind of good for the relationship um but i think it also depends on what you're doing because it it looks very clownish to be chasing male attention um when you're in a and you're something that looks stupid so yeah when i had these emotions during my lost relationship it was because he was not giving me the attention and approval that i needed and our relationship was failing so anytime i felt myself like i want to go out and get hit on or like whatever like i I didn't feel good because he wasn't making me feel good so that's something to consider like is your boyfriend giving you the attention and the stuff that you need from him like why are you seeking it out from other men because you probably do if you love him like you want it from him but he's not giving you that thing that you need yeah and i wouldn't that's a really good point i mean i kind of assume like i don't know i've never had a boyfriend like not like that much attention so it kind of didn't occur to me but like i feel like that probably happened as like you channel kind of like and i guess that's like why which is not what i'm advocating for this person but the poly people are always like you can't get all your needs met from like one relationship um which is like global logic but at the same time it's like it makes sense why if you're not getting attention in your relationship like you would seek it out from others like usually what i would do is send flirty emails to 
my 60 something year old celebrity crush and like I would flirt with him and it would get it out of my system and then I would feel kind of awful about it and like sit with that and like it doesn't feel good like you want it to come from the person you love but I think for this you need to just look at your actual relationship it's I think it's normal to get like compliments and stuff like naturally but not going to seek it out like in I work in restaurants so like every day it's like the line cooks are like oh you look so sexy today and I'm like oh thanks and it's that little confidence boost but I'm not like trying to become in a relationship with them it just feels good for two seconds yeah and I think like that's so natural like you know it's not like you enter a relationship with someone and like are suddenly like horrified anytime someone says that you look nice or whatever but I think it's just the difference between like taking it as it comes and like actively seeking it out on it like yeah I don't know this stuff's like tough to navigate um but maybe also like evaluate like why you feel like you need so much attention from like and also like who are these other men she just said like other men so is it like people on the street people on social media like friends you know I think that stuff kind of complicates it more um yeah it can be bad you can cross a line very easily here yeah no it definitely like it definitely does like it does cross a line um and yeah i know it's uh, this is like very little information to go off um but I think maybe just, like, evaluate what's going on in your relationship. Like, are you doing, like, when you do things to get attention, is it kind of, like, within the realm of what's acceptable? Or is it stuff that, like, could give the impression of betrayal or whatever? Um, but also don't beat yourself up. Because I think this is just kind of, like, normal for men and women. It's just, like, you learn to rein it in into kind of an appropriate um amount and like avenue all right do you want to pick the next one yeah i the next one i feel like we're just reading down the list but this one question which was not really a question statement um is something i have pretty strong feelings about um which is they said debating to reach out to a ghoster for closure or accept the ghosting. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I've been ghosted and I've been the ghoster. So I don't think it's like the best way to. Okay, I've been ghosted like once and I was like, Dan, this sucks and I realized how many times I've done that to people and I'm like I should never do this again ever yeah um it doesn't feel good and of course you want to like reach out and be like why did you do this to me but it's almost like 
you have to kind of accept that it just happened and like it's embarrassing yeah I agree I've been on both sides of it and I also had the experience of like damn like someone did this to me after I've done it to other people like I feel like shit. I can't believe I've like made people feel this way like it feels so bad um I do think though like the thing to understand and like I'm I'm saying this knowing that I just said I've like done this to people but ghosts and I'm not talking about like oh we went out on one day we like we had a text exchange for a couple days before going out like that's not really ghosting that's still kind of within the realm of like you don't really owe that person that much necessarily okay maybe if you like went out and had like a you know like a really connected date or whatever but I think there are some situations where ghosting is like not really the end of the world but if it's someone that you like established relationship with whether it's someone you like talked to a lot have gone out with a few times like someone who goes someone else is like not exactly the most emotional mature person and so the thing about reaching out for closure is that you're not gonna get closure you are gonna get some like wraparound answer that like if you get first of all uh I think like a lot of people ghost out of anxiety about ending the um or like okay if I end it the door is closed from good I can't go back I don't know what I want um at the end of the day I feel like reaching out for ghosting is like kind of a futile thing because you're not gonna get the answer that like satisfies your desire no um and I say this because I this was like quite a few years ago, but I went out with this guy. We went out a couple times. I liked it. He was like, fine. I just didn't feel like a strong connection. Um, and I ghosted him because I was anxious about like ending it. And like, I was just like really avoiding it. And I knew I had to do it. But what that turned into is like, okay, I'm not doing it. I was just avoiding it. And then it didn't happen. And he sent me some like very earnest texts. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I did, I did give him, like, an actual response, but it, like, yeah, I mean, it's, like, you're never gonna find out what's going on with that person. Like, I told him, like, I'm sorry, I'm just not, like, in a place for a relationship, but that's not an actual answer. You don't actually find out, like, why the person is in that place, you know? So, it it often leaves you with more, like, questions than answers. So, I'm kind of against it yeah i i was ghosted by someone that i see very regularly my day-to-day life and it's super awkward because it's like i'm still seeing this person in real life and like have to be professional but like it was just out of nowhere and i have so many questions but i'm like i'm just not gonna ask like i don't i have to not care like, yeah, I'm just accept that this happened. That is, like, flagrant freak behavior to go someone that you regularly see in person and just, like, count on them not, like, acting weird about it. Like, that's pretty fucked up. That's a lot different than, like, oh, I, like, met someone on the apps. We had one date. Oh, we're not going to talk again. Like, that's 
that's way different that's like really fucked up yeah i feel like that was my karma for how like i'm an asshole with people and like i don't want to be an asshole anymore i think like i would not be chill about that if that would I interacted with like in person i think i would literally just i would be in person with them i would be like so what's up with this like uh i'm like a little bit direct about stuff like that i don't really fuck around but i kind of like it like acting like i've never that i haven't been bothered because i feel like that's almost fucking with his head yeah no i definitely see that side of it that's like that's the position i take like most of the time when like i drift away from someone like i don't really reach out but um yeah that's i mean yeah do you guys like is it a work thing or do you guys like share a social circle or both it's a work thing yeah that's like worse that's why yeah i worked in restaurants for a long time too i never never like hung i barely hung out with anyone from work so i was like i don't want to get involved in like uh this like this weird like i don't know restaurants are such like fuck fest like everyone is dating and having sex with a oh it's like it's like it's like a bad it's like a horrible work environment honestly yeah it is <laughs> why um should we go to the top of the list yeah we should we've been like doing the bottom half this whole time i feel like the bottom half has all the good questions though well i think they're they're kind of like in our in our first uh um is it bad to date somebody younger um I mean, this is what I mean. Some people, uh, I need more context for your questions. Uh, if you're like, if you're like 21 dating like a 16 year old, then like, yeah, it's probably not great. But if you're like in your 30s dating someone like in their late 20s, no, it's fine. Um, I think. I think what matters more is like what are your values and like where are you in life and like uh like your plans for the next few years because there's people like there are some people who are younger than me and have like way more established like stuff figured out i'm like a fucking vagrant right now um which puts me in like just like a different life position than like the people i know who are like 28 and like buying a house or whatever um so I um, know it's not it's not like bad, but this is like such a vague question that there's like no no way to answer. Yeah, I feel like as someone who's always dated older people from like a young age and like I've always sought that out, even when it was like weird and I was like 15 years old and I thought I was so cool that like 20 year old guys liked me. Like, it's, it's weird to look back on. And even now, like, I was with somebody over the summer and they were much older than me. And 
would make comments constantly about how young I am and like I'm this much younger than them and like um like all the age comments really freaked me out and I was like this is weird is this like are these people coming after me because I'm young like yeah yeah they are yeah I had really similar experiences when I was younger and like um like my first boyfriend um well yeah my first boyfriend that I dated for a long time we started dating when I was 17 and he was like 24 or 25 um and I mean what I thought I thought of that when you were talking though about how like the guys you were with would make comments like about how young you were or whatever like I actually feel a little bit weird that this this guy that I'm talking about that I dated like treated me as if we were the exact same age um but it's like why are you as like a 24 25 year old man identifying so strong with like a 17 year old girl like that's weird like in its own way too um yeah did you like someone's like anyway yeah i think yeah i don't know did we see like the 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 sex of the person who wrote in this question um oh it was a woman the woman uh yeah that's interesting at our small I feel like I've always gone after people that are older than me. Like, when I was on the apps, like, all of my things were set to, like, at least two years older than me. Because yeah. men mature differently than women do. And I don't know. I don't know what it is with, like, the older people. But it's gotten, like, weird. Like, I don't know. I, li I don't know. Sometimes I just don't get certain things that I understand. Even if they are only a couple years older than me. And, like... They make me seem like I'm so immature. Um, but, like, I like someone who's, like, six months younger than me. And I kind of like to be like, I'm older than you. Feels nice. Yeah. For once. Yeah. It's kind of cute that he's younger than me. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know. I, cause I, I definitely had, like, a lot of my life I dated guys that were way older than me after like that first boyfriend i dated another guy who was like 36 when i was 21 um and as i get older i don't know it's like i look because i'm 30 31 now and i look at 40 year old men and i'm like this is not gonna it's not gonna go like i don't like this um so i've kind of evened out like now i am just naturally like more attracted to people my own age um so yeah i think that's like i think that's pretty normal for a lot of women honestly because like men men in your early 20s are like uh, there's like a lot they're like yeah, dating in your early 20s sucks if you're not dating, like, guys that are a lot older than you. If, like, you have a certain type of personality, like, certain desires or whatever, because... Um... Yeah, I'm thinking about, like, all my guy friends who are, like, in our early... Uh... Early 20s and stuff, and, like, they're just so, like... We're just such losers sometimes, and, like... 
you see that as a girl in your early 20s and then like the men who are older than you seem like so cool and put together and like yeah different yeah i also try to remember someone told me once like the reason that these guys are going after you is because they can't get anybody their own age that's like a socially acceptable person to date like a 36 year old guy isn't gonna take a 20 year old to his parents to be like this is my girlfriend like i can't even drink with you yeah exactly and i think that's true but like the other kind of dark side of it is that there are men out there and like i don't know how many it is i just kind of know they're out there that like there are men in their 30s or whatever who are like so corn-brained that they like even register women their own age as like viable sexual partners um so and that kind of see that uh, yeah that's like almost worse though i don't know it's like it's like bad all around but i think generally yeah it's like if a man is like his 30s 40s whatever and is like habitually dating women in their early 20s like this guy definitely like has something kind of wrong with him yeah okay should we go to the next yeah yeah i'm trying to go back to the top i scroll towards the bottom again um tips on how to get over someone who doesn't love you back um start a podcast and talk about your relationship until they reach out that's just kidding it's definitely one way to do it Um, um honestly the best thing that i started to do when i was getting over somebody was I started to write about everything and every time I like felt the urge to send them a text I would just open my document and write about how I was feeling on that day and like what I would say to them and it's it's very therapeutic like I don't need to tell him like I wish you loved me like I miss you today like I just would write all my emotions and it was like I got over it very fast yeah i'm on board with that for sure uh this is definitely uh yeah this is just kind of went through is like getting over someone who well this person did love me but it was just like not a viable relationship um but uh i had been like really in love with this person for like nine and a half years like basically most like half like on time like a very big chunk of my adult life um and we broke up in like may of last year and i i think like i was like i have to get over it for sure this time like i can't i can't do this because we date it's like kind of complicated we're off and on for a long time but um i hit up my best um 
I hit up like all of like like my really really close girlfriends and I told them every like fucked up thing that had ever happened in the relationship and every hurtful thing he had ever told me and then I listened as all of my friends talked about how much they hated him and like um all of these like horrible thoughts they had had about him for years that they wouldn't disclose to me um that was helpful um it wasn't quite enough um at the beginning and so i moved um to a different hemisphere um that's well i think honestly it's like if you can find a way to move um or like go on a really long trip or something that is really helpful it was really nice it was really nice to like go somewhere where i had no history with this person i had no memories with them they had never been here um like a change of scenery basically like don't hang around don't hang around places like you have all these memories with this person and i think honestly the most important thing is like go absolutely no contact do not hit yeah. them up like, do not hit them up under any circumstances. Like, um, I, my ex and I had a lot, a lot, a lot of mutual friends. We had, like, the same friend group. And I would, like, go to parties and stuff. And I made sure, like, not to talk about him with anyone we knew. I did not want updates. I did not want to hear anything. Like, you basically need to pretend this person, like, does not exist. Like, after you get over it you will be able to think about it and like process it but just try to put as much distance between yourself situation as possible and stay really busy like from the second you wake up to bed have something you keep doing yeah and eventually like you i feel like one of the i don't know if it's a good thing but like finding new little people to have like crushes on got me over it so fast because i was like all right i'm done like this is done it's not happening and i could just move on yeah no for sure i think like i mean it's tough because i think like i think hooking up with a bunch of people or like whatever after you have like a big breakup i think that actually kind of makes things worse because you're like comparing people to your ex and like you wish it was them and like you're like crying in some random guy's bathroom or whatever and so I actually really advocate for like a period of like flirting with people and like nothing more uh yeah that's what I was doing yeah no definitely yeah I think like it's good to to realize like oh yeah i can still have this like banter like connection or whatever with another person um but you don't want to take it too far and end up like kind of emotionally like traumatizing in the hell yeah it feels like you can never get over it but you will oh yeah you will i think like it's real i think one thing that helps me to do and it's isn't it just with breakups but like anytime i'm in an unpleasant situation i'm like i'm not gonna care about this in six months i'm not even gonna care about this that much in like a month um like i had a horrible day a couple months ago not because of like romance 
got into a car accident. There was like all this crazy stuff, just like total comedy of errors. Like the most stressful day I'd had in probably like a couple years. And then like a month later, I was like, oh yeah, I don't even get emotional thinking about that anymore. So every like horrible experience you have survived and made it through. So you're not going to care about this breakup in six months. Yeah. But... And... I keep getting boyfriends from Discord only. How do I stop? Okay, so with that one, there's another follow-up. I'm trying... Oh, yeah. And it's... By the way, I asked the question about dating Discord men before, and I want to clarify, they aren't good men. They generally make an income of less than six figures, and they say the N-word hard R. What the fuck is wrong with me, and why stop, please? So... I don't know how to explain how you need to stop, but you need to stop engaging with these people and, like, realize that, like, not, like, getting a fucking loser to like you is, like, not hard and, like, it's not worth anything and, like, it is much, much, much better to be alone than, like, Hoarding attention and like dating some guy who's like a chronically online poster who's like racist and like and as you're saying like they're not good people i would not be saying it was like oh he's a discord user and like he's so nice and like a really good person like whatever <laughs> for it that's it's not the discord thing that i'm talking about it's that you're saying these guys are pieces of shit and like you just have a little more self-respect and, like, don't engage with, like, people like this. Like, it, it's not worth it. Like, this is, like, this is, like, people who are, like, flattered by, like, attention from, like, homeless guys in Hollywood. Like, like, yeah, I guess it's, like, a guy. I guess it's, like, a man. But, like, is that really, like, the and then you like really flatter to get attention from that's the all a low value male i did a lot of like e-dating when i was in a younger person because i grew up online and like i don't know that's how i would like make connections with all these random fucking people and like date them for a week and then like not talk to them again but I don't think you can find a boyfriend from Discord. Like, maybe you can. Even But even if it is a good man, like, he's, I don't know, like, you can't just start dating on Discord. Right. I think, so I have some context for this question because the person who I will not out also said something about going to visit someone from Discord. So I think, like, I don't think purely online relationships are real relationships. Like, if, like, I don't think you can make a monogamous commitment to someone that you have not met. Uh, so if it's e dating in that sense, where it's like, yeah, like, whatever. But I think, like, if you meet online and then, like, start hanging out and spending time in person, that's like a different thing. <laughs> I also, 
Yeah, this is like, this is not good. I would not, um, I don't, like, surely being alone and not getting any male attention is better than getting, than like hoarding male attention from these men. Like, it has to be. You can let them like flirt with you and make you feel good. Like, someone sent me an NFT from Twitter and that was cool, but like, that's not going to be my boyfriend. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have like a, I have a different approach to this because like, there are people that I flirt with or whatever, but like, I also on Twitter like block anyone who seems like they might become a little bi guy. Like, I just don't, I don't want it. I want to be, you know, um, I think like really to whoever wrote this question, which, yeah, I think just like look within yourself and see like why you need them. Like, what is what is it? What is it giving you? And also, like, look at like, are you openly telling people this? Because if this is something you feel like you have to keep a secret, like, kind of a sign that you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, even from this response, we got a lot of questions about ourselves. Um, things like, what size are your boobs? Um, how do I land bunny? I want you back so bad, Lexi. I know my cock isn't big, but my intentions are pure. Um, I'm lonely. Will you lay with me just for a while? Nobody has to know except your podcast friend and slash or her audience. Yeah. Well, the one that used my name and said, will you lay with me? This is someone I know. Um, I DM'd him. I sent him a link to the to the submission form. And I said if he didn't um, write something in, I would show up at his house with a gun. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, that's better. Then it's not just like a random. No, no, no. That's like a very, very good friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. That's so much better oh i didn't even see this i'm in love with a woman i met on discord did i put aside my plans for the future and uproot my life for her yeah this is uh an awesome one to fall this one i didn't even notice that um i hope they are talking about each other wait what i wonder if like they are talking about each other oh yeah that would be interesting like, this is the piece of shit. Less than six figures, says the <laughs> N-word hard R. <laughs> and he is in love with her and wants to change his life for her. I'm guessing that a chronically online guy who says the N-word hard R and makes less than six figures does not have plans for the future. So I'm actually betting on these being uh, unrelated questions yeah um but i think i would say no um but i would say it depends on like what your plans for the future and also if you've met in person like 
that I would not I think I don't I can't imagine any world in which I would like move really far away or even like not that far away for someone I had not spent considerable time with in person wow. that love is very surface level because yeah. just what you're seeing online and like what on like discord like have you even met in person you could be getting catfished like you don't know these things unless you really see them in person and like you get to know them that way in a natural way because i can i act completely different online than i do in person it's like a persona that i've created over the years and like that's how i act online that's not how i am in person and i think like you cannot it's really easy like anytime you talk to someone a lot online it's like really easy to build up a fantasy of like what they're like in person because like you like talking to them online like good great fine but like that actually does not translate that much to like what it's going to be like in person and so you're assuming like wow we get along so well online it's going to be so easy to talk to and like whatever and like not in a romantic sense but i've hung out with so many random people from the internet just like in a platonic sense and like some of these people have no social skills like do not know how to conversation in person like are mad weird and like they seem so normal online so like your discord shorty could like really be awkward and like suck to be around and like it's just like maybe go visit her i don't know but like i would not uh i would not relocate when i went to new york for the vincent gallo thing there was somebody there who stopped me and was like are you lychee lex and i was like oh fucking god yeah um and i guess it's someone that i've been like communicating with on twitter for a while and it it was the worst conversation I've ever had in my life. Like, I was like, are you, f like, what the fuck? This is not who I think I'm talking to. Like, I cannot even picture you being the intelligent person I've had conversations with. Like, you actually are, like, an autist. IRL. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and, like, that's what I think people don't realize. Is like, a lot of people only know how to socialize online and do not know how to socialize in person and like not to like gas myself up but i feel like i got really lucky in that i i seem much more autistic online than i am in person my social skills are much better in person than they are online uh and the shock i guess because i forget that i'm like oh yeah this whole thing could be cool in person or whatever and like I've been proven wrong quite a few times, like, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's almost always weird. Yeah, it's, like, alarming when it happens. I'll learn off. Next question. Oh, I'll go with the first one. Uh about being abandoned by everyone I've ever loved and I have constant nightmares about it. Two. 
again, it's like not really a question. Like there with like their confessions. Um, I think like honestly, this is feel this way than they let on. Um, but you know, have kind of like a it's not like a very answer it gets kind of rough but just like you would be fine if like a bunch of like you would have a really tough time emotional it would be really hard for a while like in the long run it's like just like people that we can survive way worse stuff like you can all of your worst fears and like be fine um but I think, like, people who are really afraid of being abandoned often act in ways that, like, lead to people abandoning them. So, uh, something to consider as well. Yeah, I I think I have some sort of abandonment issues. And I recognize myself doing bad things that, like, will make people abandon me and never want to be around me again. Like, that's why people abandoned me. It's not because I'm being myself. It's because I'm acting out of this fear. Yeah, I mean, it, you, like, it, you bring it on to yourself. Absolutely. And I think, like, I think, like, from the other end of that, like, people, when they notice someone is, like, really afraid of being abandoned by them, it's, like, it puts a lot of pressure on the situation because it's like, well, they perceive abandonment as like, if I don't call them for a day, if I don't call them for a week, like, or if I disappoint them in some way, like the reaction is going to be so outsized that like, um, it just puts like pressure on the other people. So it's like, they may not, it's not even that they like hate you or don't want to be around you or think you're a bad person. It's not, it's not a reflection on like, your quality or worth as a person it's about like it's about putting so much pressure on people that they don't have any room to like air so they respond to that by just withdrawing like completely so i think like yeah i think i mean first of all just think about the fact that you've survived probably like really excruciating situations in ways and like you ended up fine um there have def I don't I don't really think of it in terms of abandonment but there have been people in my life that I was like I had I had this best friend we were really really close we were roommates in New York like all of this stuff and I literally thought I could not function without her um we were so 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 close like our parents talked and everything and um our friendship ended and it was really really hard for a long time and I look back on how I thought during our friendship like we're so codependent and I was like I can't live without her hadn't talked in years and she emailed me like like over a year ago and I felt nothing like I didn't even respond I was like this doesn't even require a response so like maybe it's different if like your parents decide they don't want you in their lives cut you off like family and it's like a little bit harder but you would be really surprised at how you adjust when people that are really you are no longer in your life 
not immediate, but it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that friendship thing really heavily. Like, my best friend, I still consider her my best friend. We don't really, like, hang out much anymore. But it's good for our friendship to keep it to a minimum because we would, in high school, we would, like, go to her house every day and watch movies and, like, take a nap every single day together. And, like, we were obsessed with each other. We would do everything the other one did. Like, it's been good to actually become adults alone and like reconnect and be there for each other in a healthy way and like recognize that we have love for each other but we didn't have to completely abandon each other like we just needed our space yeah it was like a toxic relationship for a long time i think so many women go through that like have these really 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 intense friendships with another woman that like oftentimes like end catastrophically um or like drift apart people are like too scared to talk or whatever and i wonder if that's like why i i don't know i've had so many women are like afraid of abandonment partially because this experience of like really intense female friendships seem like almost universal like it provides a lot of anxiety i think isn't it I feel like that friendship was like the start of my issues because I was like so obsessed with someone and then we started to like date people and then I would pass that on to the people I dated and yeah. Now, that, just, that just reminded me of like me and my friend, we were roommates, uh, we were living in dating this guy and she hated him. That she hated he, he was like not like that great or whatever but it was fine at the time and she like she like prohibited him from coming into the apartment like out of jealousy or whatever and like um yeah it's funny to look back on now because i can't imagine like something like that happening in my life now but yeah those friendships are like really intense yeah when you like get older and start dating whatever like it yeah it's fun though it's like it's like a little bit thrilling but i think like you outgrow the need to be thrilled all the time there's a question about codependency i'm gonna find it i definitely wanted to answer this oh yeah i know it's it's at like the very bottom yeah hi girls my problem is i feel absolutely no desire to spend time with anyone other than my boyfriend i feel like i'm fighting back tears when we have to part ways to go to work and I'm neglecting responsibilities because I'd rather be with him. I'm fortunate to have found someone I like being with so much, but I'm worried we're bordering on codependency. I really feel like we're soulmates because when we're together, it just feels so effortlessly right on a cosmic level. I think if we just lived together, we'd solve all of these issues. But we've only been together for four months, so it'd be quite soon. Am I pathologically needless? Needlessly? What? I don't even know how to say that. I, do I need to chill out? Am I pathologizing needlessly? Yeah. Do I need to chill out? How do I motivate myself to get up in the morning and be productive instead of cuddling to them? <laughs> um, yeah, I did this and I moved in with my boyfriend when I knew him for a month and then we moved across the country together. 
and it was awful um yeah everything is really cool and fun in the beginning but that's not you you can't live with someone that soon at all like it will fucking destroy whatever you have yeah i think well okay there's a lot that like stands out to me in this question the first is like having no desire to spend time with anyone other than your boyfriend that is how you i mean i yeah i hope your relationship doesn't end um but most relationships do and if you don't like nurture your friendships while you're in a romantic relationship like a lot of you are going to be alone when you're going through a breakup um and i think like and I think it's also, it's like, that's how you end up with, like, no people at your wedding. That's how you end up with, like, no people to spend time with. Like, um, and I think, yeah, moving in that soon is, like, a huge, huge, huge mistake because, like, you've been together four months. You haven't even been together a year. Like, you've barely been together, like, one season of the year and... that is how you like destroy the honeymoon phase of your relationship uh like really quickly and like i would i don't know it's like that's how you that's like the real test is like whether you're able to live together but it's like you need to kind of build up to it it's like it's like you said lexi if you move in that soon it just like kind of destroys everything um you won't have you won't be able to see how deep the relationship is because it really is like i should have never done that i don't know why anyone allowed me to move across the country with this guy that i barely knew and i was 18 like i couldn't make a legitimate decision for myself like yes i was an adult but i wasn't i was i'm a i'm still like a fucking infant i don't know things yeah but it like even just like when we were moving across the country and like in the car i could feel everything like cracking like it wasn't fun anymore it was like it sucked and by the time we got there it was just like i don't even want to look at you i don't want to talk to you for another week we just spent like five days together in a car like now you're gonna have to spend an entire lease together every single day you don't have a space to go back to at the end of the night like I one thing I always wanted was like my own little room that I could just go and like hang out in and be completely alone and it's not the same if you have like different spaces in the room like for me it was like I had I would like hang out in the bed because I was depressed and he would play video games on his computer but we were still right fucking next to each other we were bothering each other like even just his presence pissed me off and mine pissed his off. Like, it is not normal to do that. Like, you really should not. Yeah, and I think, like, it just puts so much pressure on the relationship. Like, uh, it's like there's, at four months, like, you can feel like you know someone really well, but there's still, like, a lot you don't know about them, you know? And... There's some stuff that you can kind of only figure out, figure out by experiencing it. Like, I 
think it's just important to have like a a more like drawn out progression of a relationship and like yeah i wouldn't do it i get the appeal i get the appeal but i think like a lot of what this question sounded like to me is like prioritizing short-term gratification and like your short-term immediate wants over like the longevity of like like not your life but like of everything else in your life and your relationship because it's like if you give in to this desire to like not hang out with anyone of your anyone but your boyfriend okay great you're gonna have no friends uh and then it's like okay if you if you are fucking around at work like not doing your job because you want to be with your boyfriend like it's obviously going to cause problems like financially like with your own life and if you put your like if you cohabitate like that soon you're putting like so much pressure on your relationship that like it just sounds like a recipe for like a really really bad time um so it's like in this case i would try to think more of like what's gonna lead to like a full life in a couple years um instead of like oh this sounds good now like i'm just gonna go with like what i want in the short term maybe a solution to this you guys could like go on a vacation somewhere and like or like get an airbnb like a couple hours away from where you live and like hang out for a week or wait until the summertime like i don't know what if you're in school or like your jobs or whatever but see if you can take time off and like go somewhere together and spend that little time i think even like subletting your place for like a month yeah something very short term yeah like i don't know and i think like <laughs> just just like delay the gratification a little bit you know and like the thing is sometimes this works out it's like you hear about these couples who like get married after a month and like have really happy lives together super long term it's like i guess you never really know and like for this this poster this could be like a great they, they could be right it could go totally right to and after four months or whatever but that chance is really small like the chance of it going wrong is like much much higher and like i would i would just try to like keep that in mind i guess yeah and make sure you're spending time with your friends like i know it's so addicting to want to be with your boyfriend but try to pick like a day a week that you have with your friends or like even if you go like get your nails done together or something very like stupid and small like you want to be with them and like let them in on it and try to not only talk about your boyfriend when you hang out yeah like, like you need to have those relationships it's so important to have your friends like they are more important than your significant other because you're not like when you start to have problems you're not going to have people to turn to like that has been a problem in my life like I will shut everyone else out because I only care about my boyfriend and I don't have anyone to turn to. Like I have to call my mom or like I have to be like, hey, I know we haven't talked 
like spoken in months but i need to talk to you about something yeah. and that sucks for your friends it makes things like really awkward down the line and like I think like friends are mostly understanding that they know you just started dating someone you're really into. Obviously, you're you're not going to be as available as you were, but like, I'm sure I think this is like a pretty universal experience for like most women and like maybe men. But it's like you have that you have a good friend, you have a friend you like a lot. They start dating someone and they disappear. Like they are in boyfriend jail. Like they are, no, they don't exist. Like, it feels bad. It feels bad. And, like, I would just try to remember that. And, like, Lexi, what you said about, like, only talking about your boyfriend, like, just try to look back and, like, remember how annoying it is when people do those things. Like, try not to bring in that way. Yeah. It's just, like, damaging. You don't want to ruin all of the relationships around you yeah exactly okay should we go to our next question yes girl i love is being really cold all of a sudden i took a break from my friend group that she's part of and yesterday when i went with her to get her tattoo she was being really mean to me saying rude things Um, I think are you guys dating yeah I mean girl that doesn't sound like dating but he loves her um I need more context. I think the thing that stands out for me is he took a break from the friend group that she's part of. And like, like, did you explain that to her? Did you explain why? Or did she think you just like disappeared? There's a lot of, there's more, I have way more questions about this one than I have answers. I want to know what tattoo she got. Like, maybe it was painful. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand. But, like, I don't think she's just being cold for no reason. Like, if you took a break from your friend group, she might think you're just, like, avoiding her and acting cold out of that. Or, like, the whole group is probably confused, like... Why did he just abandon us? Um. Okay, I will say I do have some advice for this person. And again, it goes back to what I said about like people of the opposite sex just really miss under or people of any sex misunderstand the psychosis. If a girl is acting weird, she probably is aware of it and she probably wants you to ask what's going on. Uh, it's a very, very rare that a woman is, like, unaware that she's, like, acting weird with you or, like, cold or that she's being mean or whatever. Um, 
So I would say just address it and, uh, you know, be like, hey, kind of notice like a vibe shift or whatever, like what's going on. Um, would you agree with that? Do you think like you've ever acted weird and like not known it or... I don't I don't know yeah probably like it might just be stuff going on with myself personally that like I don't realize that I'm taking it out around people and that they can also pick up on my bad energy and like my like shutting people out interesting because i feel like anytime even though it has nothing to do with the person like like right now i'm like going through the phd application process and it's been very stressful so i know i'm like acting very weird to a lot of people but if any of them were to ask me what was going on i would very i would directly be able to tell them like yeah it's because of like this specific thing um So, yeah, I guess maybe she doesn't know. But I, I do, though, just, like, talk to her. And, yeah. Communication is just important with, like, anything. Yeah, and then you're, you're not going to get anywhere, like, by, like, theorizing in your head about what might be going on and, like, trying to read into, like, a bunch of... Yeah, I feel like whenever I do that also, I'm just bringing negativity into my life and I'm making these things come true because I'm manifesting them yeah. to be something awful. Do you have anything else to say to them? Not really. I would just say, like, get it together and just, like, be direct and, like, there's a way to be, like, direct and casual, you know, so... Um, what are you ladies' deal breakers in relationships? Oh, I have to think about that one. Um, I of people with bad manners, like, like, I think. Like, I don't know if I like ask a guy like how his day was and like he doesn't ask me about mine. I'm just like, this is like, you don't know how to like talk like a person. Um, and I don't, this is like, this is like really broad. Um, I also haven't dated, I haven't been dating like at all. So I don't know if like, uh, I haven't dated in years, so I really don't know if, like, if things that were not told people are going to be, like, you know, okay, or if, like, there's going to be stuff that I would have tolerated in the past that I now, like, hate or whatever. So. Yeah. I feel like general, like, etiquette, like, especially if you go out to a restaurant, I like to see how they treat the server 
Oh, yeah. And how they act because that's like, I have, I feel like I have very good restaurant etiquette. Like, I like to see how much they're tipping the server. If they're like, yeah, I got it. I'll pay for dinner. And they leave like a fucking 15% tip. Like, that pisses me off because that, like, that's disgusting. Um, just how they like treat people around them. Um, I I don't like people who are friends with their exes, but oh, maybe that's something that I have to deal with um, because I, like, if I was, I don't know, I feel like if, unless it's, like, an open thing, like, if I, like, found out someone's friend was, like, actually their ex, I would feel a little bit weird about that. Yeah, it's something that should be disclosed, but that reminds me of something that I actually do, I do, like, think is a deal breaker. I, I don't like it if a guy has no female friends that he's never hooked up with or dated. Um, Like, if all of his girlfriends, if, well, first of all, if he has no female friends at all, like, I think that's mad weird. Uh if and if all of those female friends are women that he has like hooked up with slept dated whatever like that's also really weird um i think it just makes it makes me feel like you actually are not interested in women as like human beings as like people like you're interested in like having sex uh And I'm not saying he needs to have, like, I also think it's a little weird like, if, if a guy, if a majority of the guy's friends are, like, all women, it's a little weird, but it needs to be in that happy medium where he has, like, a couple totally platonic girlfriends that, uh, that he's close to. Uh, that's, like, a very attractive choice. Yeah. I know I I had a little mini romance with someone whose only friends were like all women and then I found out they were all women that he like dated or was like hooking up with or they were just like from his past and that's how he had friends. Yeah, that like, this is fucking odd. That's insane. And it like like how to like I'm like waiting for him to be like, do you want to be friends again? Like, no. It's yeah. it's like a harem of ladies that you can like you might think they'll hook up with you eventually again. Yeah, it's that's like weird. Yeah, that's like that's not good. And that's why. That's why I feel like it's important. Like, no, if you're gonna be a, a guy and like have girlfriends, like some of them need to be people you've never slept with. Yeah. I feel like another deal breaker is like I need to be able to have like continue my fun and things that I do for fun like my ex hated when I would be on like discord or like in any online space like talking to people like this is very specific but I re I remember like last year when it was like the Renani chats every day and I would listen to them, he would get, like, violent and, like, mad that I was, like, like engaging in this 
behavior and I'm like it's fun for me yeah I'm having fun like I have I like to be online and I need to be able to continue things that I like and I enjoy doing yeah I think that would be a deal breaker for me too if I had a hobby or something I did for fun and like a guy encouraged me not to do it like I don't like that I also think like I I mean, everyone feels jealousy to a degree, of course. Like, it's a natural human emotion. But uh, if I am dating someone and I feel like he does not trust me um, and gets really jealous of, like, really benign things, then uh, that's not something I can, like, tolerate at all. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is projection from them. Like, if you say that you're going out and they get mad because they feel they can't go out in, like, a normal space with friends and not do something to mess up the relationship. Like, if they went out and got drunk, they would they would cheat on you or, like, disrespect you. Yeah. And that's what they're worried about you doing. So many people's things like that are, like, projection. Like, they're weird paranoias uh, in relationships or, like, it's either from like past experiences, which makes sense, but it's also like their kind of latent desires coming up and like, you know, they know deep down like they would fuck around and do something. So they assume you're going to do it too. Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any like physical um, deal breakers, like just appearance stuff that you like will not go for? Yeah, I, like, can't... I really enjoy, like, height differences, and I have not been able to get over it. Like, I, like, 5'11 plus. I like them to be taller than me. Um, How tall are you? I'm 5'2". Purple. Classic like, woman behavior. But, like, I, I don't know. I want to be able to, like, wear my big, like, shoes and still be smaller than them. Like, I don't know. I, I enjoy that. Just, like, a tall man. Um, like, like, not, like, very, like, I don't know. Not, like, a juice head, like, Jersey Shore body. But, like, <laughs> I like them to be fit, kind of. Like, have some, a little bit of muscle. That would be nice. Um I like dark hair. Um, I don't know. I like when they look like any white man that would be an American Horror Story. I'm like <laughs> cast by Ryan Murphy. I think that's like my type. Um, so if they can fit that description of like, like that's good for me. Yeah. I I'm quite a bit taller than you. I'm like five seven and. I almost everyone I've like dated or had a crush on or whatever has been like five nine five eleven. Uh, I, I, I joke about this like on the server or whatever, but it's kind of true that like really, really tall men kind of like do not register to me as like people, kind of like creatures, and um, like. I don't know like I 
I went on a couple dates like a few years ago with this guy who was like like over six three, like six four, six five, and it felt so weird to me because I've never I'm I've never been like a super short girl. It was really weird feeling like a fucking midget. <laughs> And I couldn't, like, I would look up at him. I'd be like, this is such a weird angle to be looking up at someone. But then I couldn't stop thinking about what I must look like to him. Where I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm looking up at, like, the perspective just seems so weird. Um, I was like, I don't, it made me think of, like, those selfies girls would take, like, years ago like pre-2010 with like the the camera way above their heads you know do you know what i yeah. talk about healthy angle that's all i could think about i was like that's how he sees me um and yeah so i'm a little different on the height thing but i don't really speak out athletes but almost Almost every guy I've been involved with has had, like, some serious athletic practice. So, I like, um, but I will say the the boyfriend that I loved the most was not athletic at all. He was very skinny. I like skinny guys, probably because I can fuck them up if I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not really, but... <laughs> when you said the six five guy you went on a date with <laughs> reminded me of the six five guy I went on a date with. Oh no. Which there's one question about that that I can I guess I can answer. Or wait, um, she um the last one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think um how big was Samson's cock? And you know, um, I have a lot of regret about doing that to this day. Like, I, I'm reminded of it quite a lot. Um, and the boy I'm currently seeing said something to me that was like, oh, you're the same school that Sam Hyde went to. And I was like, oh, Sam Hyde took me into the woods once. Or just like laid it out like that. You just told him. I told him immediately, and he was like, "Oh my god!" And I like gave him his phone number. I was like, "I don't care. You can do whatever you want." But it's become such like a topic of conversation. Like people will ask me about it, and like it's so odd. Like I don't know what is wrong with me, and like why I did that. Oh, yeah. But how big was his dick? Tiny. Wow. For being such a fat, fucking disgusting, large man, like, way too tiny. That's so hard. Yeah, it's, I've, there's like a photos of it on like, LOL cow. Um, and like, I would say that they're real photos. Um, I didn't really, I was very like awkward and I didn't really get a good look. But, yeah. It's just a weird situation all in all. And I did feel like a midget. 
Yeah, I mean, five two to like six five. That's that's quite a bit. Yeah, I mean the the mechanics uh, of sets in that way with like very very tall people and like regular to small women is like. I think though, and I'm not accusing you of this because I think it's like, I think like the the really really tall guys and maybe girls too, but I think people kind of get off on the idea of like, oh yeah, people are seeing these like these height disparate couples and being like, how do they have sex? And I think like a lot of uh, I think a lot of these people who have like height things, like men and women, like kind of like that, that like people are like. They're thinking about us. Like, how do we make it work? I've never even thought about that. Yeah, I think it's mostly men who like thought it. We are. I think the men also like they like the. I think they like the shorter, smaller people because it's like. They're because they're weird and like they just look so much like younger and smaller and like mm-hmm. they're easier to control yeah i mean yeah i think there's definitely men who feel that way out there i think the thing is though like what people get wrong like talking about like like a blanket statement like men like this men like the other thing it's like yeah, that's like probably a lot of them, but like probably just as many that like have the total opposite desire. There's a lot of stuff online about like if men who like women who are like hairless and all this, like you say like little girls, like what do you feel about that? Um, I think that is mostly a bit silly. Um, like, of course, I don't... There are men out there for, like, you know, closeted pedophiles or phibophiles or whatever the fuck who, like, see it that way. But I don't think it's that deep for most men. And, like, that's what bothers me. It's, like, so many people get into, like, this, like, kind of busted, like, I don't know, women's magazine media analysis or whatever. And, like, they read into, like... um read into stuff like that and it's like most of the time it's not that deep it's more so that like it became a look like waxing shaving whatever became like a look in porn at like a certain point in time like because i mean you look at like old boomer men most of them seem and i'm not speaking from experience by the way but like most of them seem to like like a soul bush or whatever and that like that time of age when like women were waxed in porn or like fake or whatever, they prefer that. So I think it's really just as simple of like what are men exposed to um at like formative agents, you know? Uh I don't think it's that deep to say like, oh, like women are closeted pedophiles because they all like waxed pussy or whatever. It's just like a bit silly. And I personally cannot move the world thinking that, like, all men are that gross. Like, I, I would have a breakdown, so I kind of have to choose, like, 
I have to choose to look in the light and be like, no, it's just not that deep. Yeah, it seems like a very online take. Yeah, it is. It's it's total like it's total like Tumblr gender studies, like like harebrained stuff. Oh. Do you want to move on to the next question? I think should we do the the very next? No, there's no. That was the last one. The um, I. I would like you, I think we should maybe look at some of the personal ones just because I think they're funny. Um, I want to talk about this guy who said, been waiting too long for an opportunity. Ask the host out. Let's grab a bite and a drink. Date night next Friday. Hear more about your ass ideas. I'm not going to say his name, but he did sign it off with his name. Um... Wait, do you know this guy? Is this, like, someone you really know? I, like, do I know Sebastian? I don't care. Put it in the left eye. Oh, Jack, who follows me on Instagram, like, so fat. So, so I will say what I said to you when we signed on, which is that this guy sucks, and, like, any guy who like cannot just dm you or text you and like ask you out but has to do it through a loveline podcast submission that is a bitch that is like a pussy boy and that uh uh-uh, that's like that's so so embarrassing so i just looked and i do know who this person is um but like not i don't really know them he follows me on instagram uh one of not oh no not my type uh is he like blonde he's like dark hair and he's tan um he's, he's italian i feel like sebastian is such like a blonde guy name yeah and, and like, also that name just reminds me of the little crab from the little mermaid Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite movies as a child. I have, like, a thing about names. Like, I don't know. They can't, like, remind me of someone else or, like, something. Like, I don't know. I can't get past it. Um, So I'm going to decline the invite to date night, honestly. Um, I'm not searching. I'm not interested. Um, It's weird that you asked me out via Google form. When it was on my Instagram, you could have at least swiped up to the post and, like, directly asked me this. Um, like, what were you expecting? Truly, what were you expecting? Like, yes, like, I would go, no, what the fuck? That is so weird. That's horrible. That's horrible. That's, like, asking a girl out via google forms should be like a low point where you reevaluate your life um that that that's like really down bad behavior um yeah that's not good we get a lot of like reply guys and like my dms look like a mental hospital like it's like the worst people ever like messaging me like weird shit and i just don't respond but like this one, like, I have to address because it's so 
I saw it when it came in and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's what is wrong with people? Uh, yeah. And I, I think it's funny that he says, been waiting too long for an opportunity to ask the hopes out. That's not what this was. Um, this That's like not what this is for. Um, so like, you, this was not the opportunity. Like, um, that's not what this was, so. And you've also clearly never listened to my podcast and you don't know that, like, I love the opportunity to call someone out. Um, I get myself in a lot of trouble. So. What? Yeah, this, uh. Sebastian does not, uh, love you for you. He, uh, is in love with an illusion and clearly does not understand you as a person. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna accept this date. I would never try again if I were you. Yeah, that's, yeah, this is embarrassing for you, Sebastian. I hope you can uh, do better in your next endeavors. <laughs> I can't. People are people said some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Why did you say that you have commitment issues on Twitter? Oh, um. I I kind of do have commitment issues, but like, um. Yeah, I th I don't think I do, honestly. Um, I think I'm just very picky, and people just read that as commitment issues. Because when I find somebody that I really like and I'm, like, all about, um, I am, like, very enthusiastic about commitment. I will, like, never, I won't even, like, look at another person. Like, I'm, if I'm, like, about you, I'm about you. But... Um, I do not get to that point easily and I am not really like down like that for that many people, um, like that I've met or dated. So I think like I'll date guys and they'll be like, wow, we're having such a good time. Like, are you seeing other people? I don't really answer that because usually I'm not, but it's like, I don't want to like, um, make it a commitment because I don't think like. I don't know. I think, like, women especially do this. Guys don't do it as much, but women will be, like, they want, like, women get a certain status out of, like, being in a relationship. It's, like, a certain type of validation, and so they will end up in relationships that are, like, fine, but, like, could be better. Like, they could be happier. They could have more chemistry. They could be more compatible, whatever, just because they like want to be in a relationship but i always think that like the time you spend in like a kind of mid whatever relationship it's like you're kind of closing yourself off to like all of these possibilities of something truly amazing and i'm at the point where i will only consider commitment with someone if i feel like it's like something like truly amazing that will like 
like kind of change my life. Like I'm not really going to commit to someone that I like have doubts about or whatever. So that's, that's, those are my commitment issues. Do you want to pick the next question? Yeah. Um, well, someone asked, like, how do you get through a really bad breakup? Um, I feel like we kind of, like, addressed that when talking about, like, how to get over someone who, like, doesn't like you because the answer is kind of the same. Like, you just go no contact and, like, keep yourself busy and, like, don't reach out. Yeah, there's another one that says I need to forget about someone, which, like, also same advice. Yeah, exactly. Like, and the thing is, you're never going to forget about someone. You're not. You're never going to forget, like, literally forget about someone. But you will get over them and, like, stop obsessively thinking. So. Um, but now that we knocked out those, like, three in one, um... I like this one. I tend to date women for a couple months very intensely, and then either we drift apart or they break up with me. What's your finding a stable relationship? Should I date more or should I work on myself? Um, well, why are they breaking up with you? Like, you're not breaking up with them. Uh, I think you need like if you really want to find a stable relationship you can't be looking for one like like I feel like when I, I was putting a lot of effort into like using apps and like trying to meet people and like that was like my main focus for at least a month and it wasn't working like I wasn't I was just like okay this person could be my boyfriend if I wanted them to be yeah but as soon as I stopped like looking for someone and like with the idea like I want a boyfriend I it like just kind of came into my life yeah I think it's like a balance because you need to put like a little bit of effort in you know, like, be open to it, at least. Um, but I think what stands out to me is, like, saying, like, you date for a couple months and then things just, like, fall apart. Either you drift apart or they break up with you. Um, I think that is, like, kind of a, like, a lot of people do that and wonder, like, what went wrong. But the thing is, is, like, Again, it's like we didn't get a lot of detail with a lot of these questions because it's like, what does dating very intensely look like? Like, how much time are you spending together? Like, is it a lot of sleepovers? What are your other obligations? Because these things, it's not really that sustainable to date super intensely for a couple months, like depending on what that means to you. Because it's like that, it's like the other question we got about like moving in after four months. It's like, if you're neglecting your other relationships and your responsibilities um, to have like a very intense relationship, like 
it puts too much pressure on the relationship and you like don't have anywhere to go because you've neglected all this other stuff in your life so this person asks like should I date more should I work on myself like you should date while working on yourself because I don't really think it has to be one or the other but I think you need to make like a conscious effort to not have it be super intense and like let the intensity build up because I don't think it's every time but I think sometimes when people have really intense relationships from the jump it's like kind of insincere because you don't actually know the person so maybe get to know them first agreed like you also just need to make yourself a little less available in the beginning because eventually yeah if you want to spend more time with the person you can but at like try to keep it to a minimum in the beginning and like you want to keep them wanting more from you and being excited to see you again and keeping it fun but when you're like with someone all the time from the beginning like you just get comfortable really fast like i don't know this happened with me and a, a guy and like he we were just like always together right from the beginning and like i wasn't even like I, we didn't even go on like dates it was just like we were hanging out at his house and like I was wearing like sweatpants i never got to like dress up and look cute for him and it wasn't very exciting and it was just like this isn't a relationship like i know exactly what this is but like i didn't make it fun and i didn't want to like continue with him it was like i'm looking for something new yeah that thing of like early dating and hanging home hanging at home a lot needs to be like if you jump into that too fast like hanging out at each other's places like it gets boring really fast and like i think it's better to like go out a lot and then when you start hanging out at each other's places it's like a relief because you're like wow we've gone out so much now it's like a different thing it's like and it's like a, it's like a lot more intimate so it puts it again it's like it just puts weird pressure on the relationship to get into this like very domestic stuff really fast yeah I, yeah, I think just, like, you need to just, like, have a little more self-control and, like, not hang out with the person you're seeing, like, every day. If that's even what you're doing, again, it was, like, not a lot of information, but. There were a lot of questions about, like, from men about, like, themselves with dating like this one i'm a very normal looking male and people only comment on my appearance to compliment me but i know by my own accord there are still unattractive traits about me i have a feeling that more people would insult my appearance if i was actually hot even when i had really bad acne no one said anything how can i get a really brutal truth about what's wrong with my looks this was a very weird question to me and like because what this person is describing is like there are still unattractive traits about me like that's literally just being a human being like 
everyone has like some physical defect or like thing that's not super attractive and like that's just what it is but <clears throat> i actually do not think that more people would insult you if you were hot um i don't know what are your what's your take on that i think he wants to be degraded yeah um also like i would never comment on somebody's acne that's a teenage girl like do you know how much money i've spent on products for like acne i started retinol when i was like 14 i was at the dermatologist like spending all my little work money trying to buy fucking products like it's that's not something to comment on it's yeah, not something I, you can fix in five minutes you don't say anything i literally i think most like civilized people don't comment on acne um i think like yeah i i can't remember the last time in my life i heard someone comment on someone else's acne uh, i think This is like kind of like female behavior to be like a guy who's like very normal looking and like convinced he's ugly. Uh, like, why do you want people to insult your appearance? And people only comment on your appearance to compliment you. Like, I don't know, maybe you don't have a good personality and there's nothing else to compliment. Yeah, like no one likes being around you. I don't like compliments that are about like my appearance or how I look. I like the ones that are about who I am as a person and if I'm funny or like I have a good personality. I like those sit with me way more than like, oh, you look pretty today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think like, I think maybe the really brutal truth for this guy is that there's nothing wrong with his appearance. Maybe he's, like, really hot. If you're listening, can you please message us a selfie? These people should have included photos. Yeah, that would have helped, like, send selfie for advice so we know, like, more about what the situation is. And, like, I think maybe he's just not interesting there's nothing else to comment on besides his looks i don't think he's saying those are the only compliments he gets but he's saying like about his appearance like comments about his appearance are only complimentary but the thing is it's really rare for someone to like call someone else ugly to their face like if people are talking about your physical flaws it's behind your back so you need to find like a friend that you really trust and be like what are people saying about me um about my appearance when i'm not there yeah like it's this so many i don't i didn't understand like how many questions were about this like i didn't realize that's what men thought about why do they want something to be wrong with them so bad? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think there's like a an elephant in the room. Um 
which is the question. <laughs> My name is Chris. <laughs> I am 40. <laughs> Hi, Chris. I am 45 years young. Well, I have a lot to my name. <laughs> Including my own pad and extensive knowledge on writing. My <laughs> 1980s music. I seem to repel women. Any space I share with them, I find myself exiles from the group group at an alarming speed. This is in response to behavior that I personally would find flattering, including archiving and organizing photos of them and engaging with their social media. What are some methods men in your life have used to gain your affection that proved reliable and almost spellbinding? <laughs> um i i think i think what we need to address is if the person we think it is actually wrote this question or if someone is impersonating him for those who are listening and don't understand what this statement means like you didn't just laugh about that um someone didn't come to your head like you don't know who we're talking about. Um, we're in an online community, and I would say this guy is like, he's known. Oh, yeah. He's like, so he's like an urban legend. He's real. Like, he's a real person. Like, I think he has a Wikipedia page. Wait, really? Let me see. I, I think. Um, I actually like honest when I went out with someone when I was living in California, and I met him when I went to see the screening of Dasha's movie. What? And he, and he knew who Rennick was. Oh, okay. I thought you went with Rennick to. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why I was like, what? But he like knew exactly who he was because I was like, oh, you use a subreddit. You should join the Discord server. And um, he was like, no way he's in here. This is the real one. And he was texting me about it. And I was like, oh, my God. This guy's one, undateable. And two, like, he knows. Damn. Um, yeah, the biggest red scare sex pest orbiters frantic. Yeah, I got my first uh, reply because I haven't been on the servers at the same time as him before, but he's been back and posting a little bit lately. I, I, I'm, I was talking about how Brazilian men are ugly as I always do because they are, and he responded to me with like a Wikipedia page. How it was called like mongrel syndrome or something, and he was like was like i was trying to figure out uh he was like i was so disgusted by brazilians during the world cup and then i did like like this is why so he's saying like we're all mongrels um 
yeah i was like that's so cool thank you i remember he told i said that i was going to get a tattoo once and told me that i can't ruin my precious skin with the ink and like i'm ruining my body like just very odd um okay so why have a question would you ever have him on cool normal girl i would when i before I even started, um, I asked him, he was like, I asked him to be my first guest. You should do it. Um, I don't, what did he say to me? Um, this was kind of when he was getting like kicked out of the server all the time and like people were very against him. There was a lot of like drama. Um, but yeah, he said not today. Um, so I'll probably try to ask him again, but I don't. I don't even know what I would talk about with him. Like, would it be just like server lore? You should. Uh, you should ask him for his side of things. Like, actually, you know what? You should go. Um, yeah, like a Barbara Walters style interview, like, <laughs> like look through his post history. Uh, I want to know more about like his life story. Like, maybe try to thread together, like, why is he this way? Yeah. Um. Well, so. First of all, with this question, um, while I have a lot to my name, what, like, Reddit karma? Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. You have a, um, the own pad, uh, that's good, you have your own space, you do know I, a lot about music. Didn't he say he, like, lives with people and he's, like, on welfare? He gets money for being autistic, um from the from canada and he lives with an indian family in like his own separate area so it's not like your own pad but he rents it from them it's a thousand dollars a month sometimes they feed him that's what i that's what i know about that um So I'm assuming if this is the real one, the spaces that you share with them are online and these women are all online. Um, exiled from the group at an alarming speed. Again, like an online space. Yeah, I'm um, Were you there when the archiving and organizing thing happened? No, I was not. So I was on the call in real time when it was all just coming out um it's like so this person um admitted that he saves photos that are sent in this group and i would say like there are some like random people in there but i kind of like you kind of know everyone in the server yeah like based on like their posting and whatnot like everyone kind of knows each other like i follow quite a few people like in like on social media and know more about their personal lives and whatnot but some there's like a channel where you can send photos 
of yourself or just like your surroundings whatever and i guess he's been saving these photos and archiving them with like the date and the poster's name um like with the description of the photo and he willingly gave this information out and people were uncomfortable with the fact that he is saving all of the posts <laughs> um like very detailed and organized um i i think that is a behavior that you would need to stop because i would think about like you might be attached to these photos and images imagine you do get a girlfriend and she goes on your computer and this is what she sees can you imagine how do you that? explain that how do you that explain that horrible i i would literally kill myself if that was i was the girlfriend yeah yeah um that oh and one of these he mentioned that he was taking photos of a neighbor that he had for a while <laughs> she didn't know and then he was just taking photos of the neighbor. It was weird. Um, I don't. I don't think this is him. Actually, writing in, but I don't think exactly his like typing style. No, um, but I guess in my own life, men have gained my affection just by like being kind. I don't know um do you have an answer for him i think um well spellbinding that's that's not even just like gaining regular affection that's just like no but i think like i think um i'm gonna say some stuff and there's like a caveat at the end but it's like if a guy is a really good listener and like asks thoughtful questions and like has unique insight and perspective and like is funny like those are all really attractive traits but if he's not hot it can only be smart and that's like the sad sad reality yeah and i i do think there's a person for almost everyone out there and yeah. like you will find someone that's attractive and is attracted to you like people have their types. Um, um, I I don't I don't know about the spellbinding thing. Like you also I would I would also encourage like getting offline for a while and not just like leaving the server like deleting all of those photos and like you can't obsess over random people from the internet yeah no definitely uh no no saving photos from people online like that's ephemera it's it you know when it's on your screen it's there don't save it don't go back to it like just let it go like i don't know i have like an archive for bunny but like that's different i knew <laughs> she was coming on the podcast so i had to like learn um but I, I like I I'm almost hundred percent sure this isn't him. But my real advice to him is to like get offline and be present in real life. Continue going to the pool. Um, I think swimming is like doing good, good exercise. Um, 
Reddit seems a little cancerous. I don't use Reddit. I don't understand it, but it kind of freaks me out. I just want to say, like, the the person who wrote this in, um, it was a very funny thing to do. Um, and I'm glad that that spirit is, like, uh, is out there. This was a good bit. Yeah, I really, this was, I feel like this is a good way to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, save the best for last. Because the rest of them are kind of fucking stupid, honestly. Yeah. We answered most of them. Sorry if we didn't get to your question. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah. We can end with this one, not an issue, just a comment. Mental illness never looked so good. Yeah, that, uh. And the the little huffing puffing emoji, like that was endearing. It was endearing. That was a good one. Well, thank you so much for coming on, doing the love line with me. Thank you for having me. It was fun um, getting some insight into how uh, some of the mutual people that we know and others think. Um, and I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Sebastian shot himself in the foot because it was funny. So thank you. Thank you for this lovely experience, Lexi. You're now a cool, normal girl. I'm now a normal girl. That's so great for me. I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you. Let's see. Bye. Bye. Um, I like to end this leave the because I'm basically confident. Thank you for listening to the yet again episode of Normal Call and Lexi. And the podcast has come back and called for us. I wish I was special You're so fucking special But I'm a creep